Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. So of course, everything else is going to be aligned. So let's get into today's topic, which is that of being supportive. The topic is support. And I want to talk about this because the concept and practice of being supportive is lost on, I would say, the majority of people. And that is truly baffling to me. It's baffling to me because, one, I'm a highly sensitive person. So I innately see things others don't see. I feel emotions and physical sensations that others don't experience. And I'm much more and much longer deeply affected by social behavior than most people. So for me, in my reality, being supportive comes so naturally. And I guess it might be a highly developed skill I possess that comes with a highly sensitive nervous system that does experience a deeper cognitive processing of physical, social, and emotional stimuli. And also coupled with the intensely empathic nature of HSPs, I know that we HSPs are unicorns in a lot of respects, including that of being, you know, very perceptive, astute, aware, and therefore intentional. So I think that's innate within me as an HSP. With that said, it still baffles me on just a human level in terms of basic human intelligence and basic human awareness and basic human empathy. Because being supportive is not hard. And I don't mean it's not hard for me or for highly sensitive people. I mean it's not hard in general. And I know this because of this quote. I found this quote on the Instagrams and I posted it on my feed. This is what it says. Celebrity makes 80 plus million dollars a year. You will never meet them. You pay the full price for what they sell or endorse. On the contrary, small business owner makes 25,000 to 100,000 a year. They live next door. You want a discount. Yeah. People know how to be supportive. If they are going to spend $100 on a hoodie that a celebrity makes, yet they're not going to spend $40 on a hoodie that a small business owner makes, it's not a matter of not knowing how to be supportive. It's a matter of not wanting to be. And I'm not talking about people who buy celebrity stuff simply because they want to be associated with the fame and elitism and lavishness of being a celebrity. I'm talking about people who support celebrities financially, people who buy celebrity stuff, who are philanthropists. Uh, A great example is Amanda Seals. Y'all know I love her. She is absolutely a philanthropist and an activist and a thought leader and a change maker. And she recently came out with her very own clothing line, Illustrious League. Pretty dope. And she's selling crewnecks and sweatpants just like me. And both of those items were sold out the day they were released. And we sell them for around the same price. And it's like, yeah, of course, she's a celebrity. Her shit is sold out. That's how that goes. They are more highly valued and more highly prioritized and seen to be of more worth than the average business owner who is also a philanthropist and furthering a movement. Also, oh my God, I want to love on my friends and my community a little bit right now. Several friends of mine have purchased my apparel unbeknownst to me, so what a delightful surprise. And I've had other friends tell me directly, hey, I'm going to buy a crew neck from you. I'm going to buy some clothes from you. I'm really excited. So I just want to share that I'm so grateful for y'all. I'm so, so grateful that you hear and see me and champion me and celebrate me and support me in this way. 
And I also have friends who have supported me multiple times. They have bought candles for me multiple times, bought multiple products, have even supported me through coaching in the past. And I just, I'm so grateful for my aligned community. Oh my goodness. Okay, back to the crippling issue of celebrities being more financially supported than small business owners and solopreneurs and entrepreneurs. That is a damn shame and it's an issue and it's regressive and it needs to be resolved. So I'm here to talk about it candidly as I do with everything. Okay, so in this episode, in terms of the concept of support, I am going to be talking about support specifically in reference to supporting entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners, black businesses. So this is a real thing, a real problem, a real issue that so many entrepreneurs, small business owners, newer entrepreneurs experience, and that is their closest communities. So their friends and their family, people they deeply trust and have an intimate relationship with, do not support their professional endeavors or even even personal endeavors. We're going to focus on professional right now. This is a real thing. I cannot tell you how many entrepreneurs I have spoken to who deal with this and who are annoyed by it. And these are small business owners. They're women. Some of them are women of color. Others are not. It is across the board. This is a thing. And and it shocks me really how little it's talked about. But it also isn't shocking because we live in a tamed culture where people are afraid to just speak the truth and speak authentically and speak assertively. Oh my goodness. Our society needs to completely transform. Go ahead and listen to last week's episode titled The Necessity of Being Untamed. If you haven't listened to it already, it talks all about this. Or if you have listened to it, go give it another listen. Go soak it all in again. And if you do that, you're also going to notice things that you missed last time. That always happens. Whether you're like listening to a podcast or like you go back and watch a TV show or a movie, like you always notice things you didn't see before. What a treat. Okay, back to the topic. So again, I want to talk about this because it is not okay it's harmful. It's counterintuitive. It, it really is illogical. It doesn't make any sense. And it's regressive. I, <laughs> oh my God, this topic gets me heated. Y'all, especially living today in 2021, where the internet runs the fucking world, there's abundant ways to be supportive of someone's business on the internet and off the internet. So let's, let's talk about the internet. Oh my goodness. Y'all, every single person on this planet uses the internet, uses social media, I'll say that, uses social media, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, uh, what else? There's YouTube. I mean, the list goes on. You, you all know. We spend upwards of what? Like six to, like upwards of six hours on our phones a day scrolling and double tapping and sharing shit mindlessly and intentionally. It's both. So it just is so baffling and so ass backwards that there are friends and family who will go out of their way to not like a post about your business, to not share it, to not comment. And these actions are just done with the tap of your thumb on your phone. It's so easy. It's not like your family member is asking you to buy something or to, you know, hop on a plane and fly to their city so you can go to their event. We're going to get to stuff like that. For right now, I'm simply talking about the most basic, obvious, 
minute ways in which you can support your friend or family member. Y'all, I have a lot of friends who I love, whom I love dearly. And these are people who I am aligned with. These are people who I know support me professionally and personally. And they they do that emotionally uh, through conversations that we have. And like, I know they support me and I know they champion me. However, like these are friends that are on, they're on the internet, they're on social media every day, sharing shit, liking stuff, but they don't like my stuff. They rarely do. Uh, they don't share it. And the most, I, I've talked about this on my Instagram. I've, I've talked about this on, on Facebook as well. It's just like, I see them, sh- like I see them looking at my story where I'm like, Ooh, I have a new post. And they see that yet. They don't literally, they literally don't take the action to just click on my post and go like it. And it's baffling to me. It's baffling to me. There are people who I don't know if they're just waiting for that post to show up on their feed and then they can like it so they don't have to do the one extra step of clicking on the post on your story and then having to like it. It's just absurd. And especially when I put stuff on there, like I'll share a post to my Insta story and I'll say, please share this. Please like this. Please save this. Um, Show the love. And they don't do it. It is baffling and it's hurtful because that is intentional. It is an intentional choice to say, I don't want to take in this information. I don't want to process it. I just want to keep scrolling. Um, I don't want to take the time to click this and read it and like it. I just want to keep my thumb tapping right so I can just mindlessly take in more shit. Or, or it's, it's intentional in the sense that they don't want to put forth the effort because they feel it, it they feel it diminishes them in some way it makes them uncomfortable in some way and I'm not saying I'm not just pulling this out my butt people have told me this because I have called my followers out on social media and they have even admitted things like oh my gosh they, they've said things like thank you so much for for challenging your followers more and challenging your audience to do better which I very much appreciated and someone said to me they're like I struggle with with engaging on social media and as a result I don't even post that much on my personal page and I, it, it, I don't understand that we are so concerned with how others perceive us and perceive our actions and our behavior and at the same time on the flip side a lot of us are not aware of ourselves and our actions so that lack of awareness and mindfulness and that lack of intention is lost on us anyway so it's it's a whole thing and i have talked to so many entrepreneurs who are like oh my god yes my my family i can't even tell you how difficult it is for to get a family member to just like like my post on facebook or to share it or to get my friends to like come to my workshop or to or for my friends to just like share my reel or like share my tiktok and it's just we do that all day because we we want to as humans we enjoy taking in content that fuels us that makes us laugh that entertains us that teaches us that soothes us this is what we do as consumers on the internet that's why we're on there and it's amazing that when it's someone you know personally who is not just mindlessly posting shit they're posting things uh, with intention and purpose because they're running a business they're furthering a movement that's when Uh, other people, family and friends start to get weird. And this needs to stop because it's illogical. It's counterintuitive. It's counterproductive. This ain't no real shit. It's not that deep. Just support your friends and family with a little click. Now, I'm going to take it further. Y'all also need to support your friends and family financially. Here's the thing. When you're an entrepreneur, 
especially a solopreneur, meaning you're just by yourself. You don't have a team. You don't have anyone working under you. It's literally just you. In order to build, in order to be an entrepreneur, we have to build something from the ground up, okay? We are starting from scratch. And in order to build the business, that business takes support. It needs support to move, to grow. And that support has to come from the people that the entrepreneur knows first. Of why, of course, we're going to have to try very hard and be diligent and be dedicated to reaching people outside of our immediate communities. I mean, it's not a business if you're just relying on your friends and family. I mean, you want to reach the world. But to first get moving, you need people to support you from the foundation, people that you trust, people that you know who you should feel comfortable, should be in the operative board here, should feel comfortable asking, hey, um, I'm starting this business. It would mean a lot to me if you could share this post. Could you please do that? Hey, um, it would mean a lot to me if if you could come to my first workshop. I'm really nervous. I don't know anyone. Uh, probably no one's going to come. Can you please come to my workshop? Um, it would mean a lot to me. And when people don't, like, especially if someone is vulnerable enough, first, starting a business is vulnerable already. Being an entrepreneur is already extremely vulnerable because there's so much risk involved. Nothing is guaranteed. And it really is a solo journey because so many people are not going to support your endeavors and your dreams because they're going to think that they're wild and unattainable and crazy and they're going to think you're foolish. And it, it's, it's already a solo journey. And to have people within your own circles, especially within your bloodline or your, or your friends, who many of us consider family, it's just very hurtful that y'all don't want to help. We need to get help. We need to build that foundation. And we need that from people who we know. Because it's going to be way harder to get a foundation started with the help of strangers than it is from people who should be willing to support you, who should be excited to champion you and to help you further your movement in any way that they can. And don't be performative and engage with their content just like one time. Do it consistently. It's the least you can do as someone who cares about them and as someone who benefits from their work in one way or another and is probably trying and working to create a world that you want to live in. Celebrate them and cheer them on. Let them know that you see them and you hear them and you value them and their work. Here are some examples of how and why this is beneficial. Take Alexandra Franz and Alex Franz, and she's amazing. She's a writer. She's super cool. She's not on social media. She hasn't been on social media for like seven years and is never going to go back. She's so dope. And she talks very honestly about how when she first started her email list, you know, sharing her writing with people, the only people on there were her parents and her friend. Like it, it was just those three people. And that matters. Like you need to have those three people, even though it's just three people out of the what, like 13,000 subscribers she has now, those three people matter because they gave her her start. They gave her her foundation from which to grow. And it's like, yes, her parents should have been on that list. Her friends should be on that list. Uh, take Marie Forleo. She's also an amazing entrepreneur, um, helps people build businesses and uh, build successful businesses and thrive. She's amazing. I love Marie Forleo. She has that book, Everything is Figureoutable. Oh my God, you should read it. Because everything is figureoutable. That's a mantra that I keep in my head because of Marie Forleo. And John Malley has written down on post-its, everything is figureoutable, and posted them all throughout the house. It's amazing. There's one in the fridge. It's great. Because everything's figureoutable. Don't you forget it. Anyway, I digress. Uh, she said in her book that her when she had her very, very first workshop, when she first started out as an entrepreneur, as a life coach, only three people attended her workshop. And it was the same situation as Alex Franzen. She had her parents and her friend. Oh, actually, it was four people. It was her parents, her friend, and a random person that her friend, oh my God, her friend sounds amazing, that her friend grabbed off the street and was like, hey, uh, come to this workshop. Just come, just come, just come. Come to this building. Uh, Here you are. And it's like, we need that support. It's just, it's really not okay <laughs> because when you're not being supportive of your community, of your friends, your family, 
you're not showing empathy. You're not practicing empathy. Now, I know people are going to be listening to this and thinking, well, it's not other people's responsibility to make your business a success. It's not your friends and family's responsibility to ensure your business is successful. That is correct. It's not their responsibility. It is their obligation, though, I believe, as an aligned and treasured and valued member of their community to support you in expressing your full humanity. And being an entrepreneur, building something from the ground up when we're at risk and doing it anyway, because that means being true to ourselves, which is extremely hard to do in this world, by the way, so you can definitely learn a lot from us. <laughs> that is a clear example of someone truly living in their full humanity, their authentic self. And that should always be championed and celebrated and supported, unless, of course, they are harming other people. I don't care if this is just how people are or if it's the way that it's always been. That is not the world I want to live in, nor is it the world I want to perpetuate or help to create or further in any way. I'm creating the world that I want to live in for myself and for others, for my fellow humans. Also, if you're friends with someone or multiple people, and or if you have a close relationship with a family member or multiple family members, it's likely you have and maintain those relationships because y'all share similar, if not the same values. And if you, as a friend or family member of an entrepreneur, don't want to willingly and lovingly and joyfully support them in their business endeavors, then you have a value clash, in which case y'all are not a good fit Anyway, keep that in mind. Be very mindful and intentional with the company that you keep. In the words of Leslie Nope, no one achieves anything alone. So community is, ex is an extremely important part of both the individual and collective human thriving puzzle. The problem is that there is just such a lack of mindfulness, a lack of intention, and a lack of empathy. And that needs to change on an individual and collective level. So it's just very hurtful that people are choosing not to empathize and choosing to do their most convenient. I've said this many times and I'm going to keep saying it. It really aggravates me when I hear people say, oh, everyone's doing their best. No, people are not. Most of the time, people are doing their most convenient. And that is not okay. That is not how we progress. That's not how we move the needle. That's not how we further movements. That's not how we nourish relationships. Um, that's not how we sustain fulfilling relationships. So... This is essentially a PSA <laughs> podcast. Support your friends and family members in their movements, in their endeavors. Don't just think about yourself because they're they're doing something really hard and they're doing something very courageous because it's very scary to start a business. And we know that we're going to get backlash from all kinds of people, from family, from friends, from strangers. And we're doing it anyway because we're staying true to ourselves and you know, we're a fucking model for that. You know, y'all should be celebrating us. We <laughs> entrepreneurs move the needle. If you're an entrepreneur for an ethical business, that is, that is very important. So, you know, if your friend or family puts on their Instagram or their Facebook a post about their business, just share it. Just like it. Leave a little comment. It's not hard. You know, if they put on their story, hey, show some love, like, share, just do it. It's not going to harm you. Just do it. In fact, it's going to serve you because you're helping to further the movement of someone whom you value. And I also want to say this too. I also want to say this. If you have a friend or family member who has a business and their business model doesn't align with you, 
you can still be supportive. Like if they're selling something that you genuinely aren't interested in or it doesn't resonate with you or if, if you, you don't need it, that's fine. You can find like you don't have to buy their stuff. I mean, buy it if if it does align with you. Buy it if it does resonate with you. Like like I sell candles. Who doesn't want a candle? Everybody loves a candle. You know what I mean? Like just buy it. <laughs> um, but if they're selling something that you don't want to buy, just Venmo them. Like, just show support for what they are doing because what they are doing is really hard and what they're doing matters and is necessary. So, you know, Venmo them, something like that. Or, uh, like I said, just just support what they're doing on social media. Share their stuff. Tag them in stuff when you share it. That's another thing. If you're going to share someone's stuff on social media, be sure to tag them in your story so that way that person can repost it and show people, oh, hey, look, my audience is engaged because they're tagging me and stuff. So be sure to tag the the influencer, if you will, the entrepreneur. Go ahead and tag them um, whenever you share their stuff. Let me get back on topic. Yes, just just share their stuff, comment, just just engage, just engage with our content, please. Stop being weird about it. It's not rooted in anything real. It's just your ego is out of whack. It's on the fritz. <laughs> and it's instead of your ego trying to help you do socially responsible things in a positive way, it's telling you to do socially responsible things that are illogical. Because that's, I mean, our ego is there to help us. Our ego is there to help us be aware. It allows us to empathize because it allows us to focus on other people. However, ego becomes detrimental when it's solely focusing on prioritizing performative actions that uphold cultural expectations and norms and value collective approval over individual ideas and personal integrity. So PSA, be supportive. It's not hard. Like here's an example. So my friend Soshi Edelstein, she's amazing. Uh, she's an intuitive eating coach. I'll I'll tag her in the show notes. She has she just came out with a podcast a few weeks ago, and I and I'll tag her podcast in here too. I, the, the second she posted on social media, she was like, "Hey, my podcast is live." The first thing I did, I stopped exactly what I was doing. I left the Instagram app. I went to the podcast app on my phone found her podcast, subscribed, and gave her a five-star rating. Like, it is not hard to take action to do something like that. It is not hard to be mindful in that way. It is not hard to be intentional in that way. It's so simple. Um, and so then I then I commented and said, hey, Soshi, I found your, your, um, your podcast. I've subscribed. I've already given it five stars, and I'm so excited to start listening to your episode. And she and then I and then she tagged me in it and she was like oh my gosh wow look at this being supportive isn't hard because it's not oh okay do y'all understand now do y'all understand that your actions are meaningful and are of tremendous value to entrepreneurs and to each other this is this is why I I renounce and revoke the concept of humility because no human being is more worthy of respect or value than than another. You know, we all need each other. We are all necessary components to this shared puzzle we call humanity. You know, we all need each other. We all need to support each other. So even though you, you, may, you may think that, oh, me liking this or not liking this isn't going to make a difference. It is. You matter. 
The definition of humility is having a modest or low view of one's individual importance. Fuck that narrative. You are extremely important. I need you to like my stuff. I need you to share my stuff. I need you to save it and comment. Every other entrepreneur needs you to do the same thing. I mean, you'll see businesses like on Instagram who have thousands upon thousands of followers, have 20 plus thousand followers, you know, and they are still putting out ads for you to go buy their stuff. They have a lot of customers already. They have a lot of followers. They still need to grow though because in order for businesses to flourish, they need to grow. So they still need your like. They still need your share. They still need your purchase. So keep that in mind, y'all, because you would want the same thing in your endeavors, in your missions. And I know I spoke about professional life in this podcast. I just want to say a little bit about personal life as well. If someone has a personal journey, a personal mission, a personal endeavor, whatever that may be, be sure to support them. Let let them know that you see them and you see the work they're doing and you hear what they're saying and and you champion them and you support them in, in their journey and in, in their dreams and their goals. Let them know and let let them know privately and let them know socially, you know, share their journey with others if if they want you to do that. <sighs> okay, everyone. Go be supportive of each other. Go be empathetic. Be sure to practice effective empathy. There's an episode on that too, if you don't know how to be effectively empathic. By the way, empathetic and empathic mean the same thing. So you can use those words interchangeably. Also, if you buy something from an entrepreneur or a small business, if you supported them financially, be sure to post the product or service that you purchased on social media so that so, so that you can promote their product and service. Like let people know that you received it, that you got it, that you like it, post it. Also, this is important to understand and dismantle. And that is that there is this underlying mindset of competition that drives negative, counterproductive, and regressive behaviors between entrepreneurs, um, especially women. It's part of our taming to be in constant competition with each other and to tear each other down, Ugh. which is why we need to become untamed. And I think I spoke about this on another podcast episode. I posted something on my Instagram. It was a quote about uh, people upholding systemic racism and white supremacy and a lot of black women shared it, which I was very grateful for. And because I'm intentional and thoughtful and to connect with humans and uh, thank people for furthering my movement because what they're doing is very important and I want them to know that, I, I DM'd each person that shared it and I said, hey, thank you so much for sharing this post. I appreciate it. Thank you for helping to further my movement. And this black woman responded and she's like, happy to share, but it wasn't to help you further your movement. It was to help further the movement of protecting black women. And it's just like, wow, she said that specifically with the intention, with the feeling of wanting to bring me down. Like, well, you're, you ain't special. Who are you? It's just like, wow, like... Of course, it is my movement. Every black woman activist has their own movement within the collective movement of championing and protecting black lives and black women. So it's stuff like that. That wasn't necessary to say it. And really, it wasn't necessary to think. She said that because she thought it. And we need to dismantle that that form of thinking. Y'all, when I see people winning, when I see people living in their full humanity and living completely authentically and doing their thing, it doesn't even occur to me to not support them. It doesn't occur to me to demonize them even in my head. I'm just like, hell yeah. And it pumps me up. It inspires me. And I want to celebrate and champion them. I genuinely do. It comes so naturally. I'm just like, oh my God, this is amazing. This person's killing it. I'm so happy for them. Like this is dope. Their movement's important. 
Also, real quick, I want to give you as much information and as many tools in this episode while being succinct. This is another example of what it looks like to not be supportive. This really grinds my gears. Sometimes my my followers will share on their story things that I've shared on mine, and they'll prioritize that and share that on their story as opposed to sharing one of my posts to their story. It's infuriating and insulting. This is another great example. So I have a cousin who is a fellow solopreneur and she works in the fitness arena. And she told me, she she messaged me and she, she was like, can I just tell you how frustrating it is that when I post stuff about my workouts and my programs, crickets. But when I make a post about some press-ons that I put on, I get tons of likes. And it's just like, wow, that's... I mean, thanks for your engagement, but you didn't help me to further my movement and to pay my bills, so thanks, question mark. Ugh, we need to stop being so superficial, y'all. Also, this is a really great tip to help social media users support creatives, artists, entrepreneurs, small business owners, is if a big account, or if any account really, shares this creative's work, go to their actual page that the account has tagged them in and reshare their post from their page. Don't share it from the big account. Go to their individual page and share it from there. Directly sourced from that creator's account. Now, I will say this. I was calling up my followers on Instagram and Facebook, and they really came through and stepped it up and affirmed and validated me and started supporting me more financially and socially, which is dope. However, with that said, it is still a problem that not that I'm experiencing and that probably the majority if not all small business owners and entrepreneurs are experiencing solopreneurs and I always say this it is our duty to create the world we want to live in and we create that world by making those changes and shifts in our reality first I want to live in a world where people abundantly support each other and abundantly champion each other so even though I don't have a lot of disposable income I barely have any I still financially support small businesses to help further their movements especially black female-owned businesses because that's the world that I want to live in. So I'm going to take action to create that world and create the world that is in alignment with my values and yeah, in alignment with my values. Ooh, one more thing. I do want to share this. I did mention earlier a great way to support entrepreneurs financially if you don't want to actually buy what they are selling or uh, you don't you're not able to spend the full amount on whatever it is that they are selling. You can Venmo them. Oh my goodness. I have a friend who has done this twice at random. Like I didn't expect it. They just randomly sent me money on Venmo as a sign, just just, just literally just to support me and to let me know that they see me and they hear me and they champion me and they're furthering my movement. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's my friend Shauna. She is such a model for support and effective empathy and just an extraordinary human being. Ah, Shauna, I love you. I'm so grateful for you. All right, y'all. One last thing. I'm working on a book of poetry. I'm very excited about it. I have 14 poems written so far. I want to try to write at least 100. So I'm very excited about it. I'm really digging writing poetry, lady. And I'm really, lady, lately. And I'm really digging reciting it. That's fun. I am totally a performer, whether it's dancing or singing or reciting poetry. I just, I love to, or, or speaking on stages. I love to perform. I love doing that. It feels really great to be that creatively expressive and bold and assertive and authentic. So 
stay tuned for my book of poetry. As you all know, I am still selling candles and apparel, so that is a great way to support me if you so choose. And as usual, if this podcast episode served you, if it empowered you, um, please give it a five-star rating. And if you are so inclined, please give it a written review. That would be amazing. That would be a phenomenal way to help me further my movement and to reach more people. So yes, thank you so much for joining me. And I will be back with another episode when I see fit. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go. It's going to be my goal to not go two weeks uh, without a podcast. I've never done that. I've, if anything, I've just skipped, skipped a week. So I'll either be back here next week or I won't. We'll see. But catch me on Instagram. I will be posting there like I do every day. So yeah, catch me on Instagram. And please support me on Instagram and Facebook. Please, 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 please. All right, everyone. I will see you when I see you. Toodles. Oh, baby, 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 baby.